Perhaps the most controversial topic of discussion in our day revolves around truth. Opinions often blur the lines of an objective truth. Streaming platforms, social media, and other public forums allow individuals to project their truths upon the masses like never before. In the midst of woke, cancel culture, religious freedoms, political liberties, and social injustice, we attempt to search for and reveal the truth. This is Truth Revival. All right, all right, folks. Well, welcome back to another episode of Truth Revival. This is Season 2, Episode 25. And let me just say, it feels so good to be back in the 60-degree weather. Mm. Right, Paul? Living the dream. Woke up this morning, it was 67 degrees. Holy cow, I thought we was going to have a meltdown this past week. Listen, the Lord, he's got you. He's got you. Look, like my I guys. Like this I week, was going through hell. Hey, look, and that's what I told everybody. I said, "Hey, listen, if this is just a little bit of a taste of what hell's like, be glad you're not going." But <laughs> I made my, my preparation. My guys all week. They're like, oh, "Man, it's too hot to work. It's too hot." So the Lord provided. They they got four days of air conditioning. Ooh, nice. So, so yesterday they're like, "Can you please bring the fans? We're dying." I'm like, "It's okay." <laughs> you spoiling those guys. Hey, man, I just try to do it to others as they were doing to me. Oh, nice. <laughs> what do you do? Nice. Well, Chappie, welcome welcome back. Uh, today we got two uh, great guests on the show. I've known these guys for a while. I'm, uh, I'm excited to get to talk to them about the ministry and what they got going on. Um, we got uh, Brother Brandon over here. Brother Brandon, tell us a little bit about yourself, about the ministry, and then we'll hear from uh, Miss Mel. All right. Um, well, me and Mel have been in ministry for oh, several years. I don't know. I'd say about 10 or so, um, all together. Um, we've been married for 18 years, 18 and, years. Yeah. We're going on 18 years to be married. Amazing. And, well, it is amazing. Cause it's a God thing. We, we about, <laughs> totally uh, God. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love it. I'll <laughs> say m- my story is we about killed each other the first five years. She says seven. So we're in that ballpark somewhere, but really the, what it was was we weren't in church yeah. and you know, she grew up in church. I grew up in church. Um, Felt really early on in my life that God had a call and had something for me to do. But, you know, we kind of, we all go through those spells sometimes, you know, we get out and do our own thing and sow our oats and, you know, the whole deal. And we, you know, we got, uh, fell in love. I mean, just knew that she was the one that I wanted to be with. And, um, but it just wasn't quite, the chemistry was kind of off on a certain level. Like between me and her, it was good, but something was missing, Mm -hmm. you know. And um, when we really got in church and God really started moving in our family and, uh, you know, our, um, our oldest Desi, she came into the picture and, you know, the whole family picture really started to kind of take, um, uh, it was really developing, you know, things, the pieces were just kind of, you know, falling into place. And, um, when we got into church and, um, really for me, um, you know, it could be different for Mel, but like, just from my perspective, when I really acknowledged that God had a calling for me and I submitted to ministry, that's when things really started happening because, mm-hmm. And I've, um, I've not counseled like a, a lot of young couples, but I have. There's been a couple that I've been able to talk to over the years, and I always tell them that um, I learned that until I really understood truly what the love of Jesus was, I couldn't really love my wife and be the father and the husband that I needed to be because you can't give something that you don't really understand. That's good. That, you know, that you've been given, right? You know, so, Christ, uh, or, um, we're, we're commanding in Scripture, for husbands to love your wives like Christ loved the church. Yeah. 
I'm going to tell you something. I can love a woman that'll love me back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, right. Yeah. It's easy to love a woman that'll uh, that'll get along with you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, a, a, a virtuous woman, Proverbs 31, you know, those, it's easy to, to, to be like that, but uh, things, things aren't always good. Right. Life's not perfect, man. And so. Jesus said, husbands love your wives like Christ loved the church. Mm-hmm. How much did Christ love the church? Yeah. He died for the church. Yep. Yes, he did. That sacrificial love. Mm-hmm. It's and, and you know, Brandon, I'm like you. Me and Corey have been married for 17 years. And it took me a long time to realize it's not about me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. that there was that there was somebody else in my marriage yeah. and, and it wasn't just all about me. Yeah. And uh, and when I realized that, yeah. you know, I mean I'm not saying that everything's been a bed of roses, but I don't know. When I mean, when we when we got equally yoked, when we both got into alignment of serving the uh, mm-hmm. serving Christ and that sacrificial love. Yep. Boy, things really started improving. Yeah. So I'm in agreement with you there. Yeah. Man, I remember being, I've, many times, I remember being down the altar praying and just, you know, God just really dealing with me. And I've told him multiple times, you can have my family, you know, I give you my, my life, whatever you want to do. And when I did that, I just I started watching things happen. And I started mm-hmm. watching him moving her um, and with Desi as she was yeah. growing up. And I mean, I'm just like, and God's like, hey, I'm gonna show you something here. Yeah, you know, you give me something, the cube gets let solved. Me, yeah, yep. let, let me show you what I'll do with it. And yeah. it's just been, and so that kind of led into the ministry. And um, I served as a youth pastor, youth pastor for a few years, and then we kind of moved into music ministry. And God's just done some great things there, and we've just been um, really blessed to have some folks to come into music ministry with us. They've just been super awesome people. They're just really our family, and um, we've you know been able to worship at a lot of local churches and you know we went through a phase where we were traveling quite a bit and so that kind of died down and then covid hit and you guys know that whole story and so um you know I'm, now i'm the worship pastor at Madisonville church of god we've been there for i think going on three years mel is she's the like the teen youth director uh, she's kind of over them and she's on the worship team and so we're still our fa- the family unit's still there and i'm super blessed because i know people who don't get to do that and i get to serve in ministry which is like a super like it's the, and I tell it my uh, worship team every week. Like I, and they probably get tired of hearing me say it, but I'm like, man, this is the most important thing you're going to do this week. Mm. You know, this 20, 30 minutes that we're going to have to worship. I don't care what you've done this week. I don't care if you made a million dollars this week. I don't care if you met the president this week. This, this is it. Give it your all. Pull your heart out. Somebody could be sitting in worship and service that doesn't know the Lord. Somebody might need a touch, and you may be the instrument. You yeah. may be. The vessel that God wants to use. Yeah. This is the time this week. That's good. You know. But um so yeah, this is kind of a quick rundown on where I'm at with everything. So quick rundown, but I think that there's some some more there that you could probably oh, tell. Yeah, I could I could go on. I want I want to give everybody else fair time to talk. I, I can share. There. I know what it, he wants to give Melissa time to share. No. Yes. That's what it is. <laughs> so uh Melissa, uh welcome to the show. Just tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, and if you've got any secrets you want to tell on Brandon right now, this would be a good time. Okay. But just, you know, a little bit about yourself and how you got here. Okay. Well, my name is Mel Presley, and um, I honestly don't know how I got here, Roman. I, I guess it's just all God. Uh, <laughs> just, I, I give him credit and glory for everything that he's done, because truly, uh, he has did a... A magnificent work in me and my family, and um, just a little bit about me and Brandon. Um, I know he was talking about, uh, you know, our marriage and stuff and how God has really moved and he has really worked, but um, I guess I want to tell a little bit about um, 
after I was pregnant with Desi, um, something that God really did for me, um, I got diagnosed with cardiomyopathy and congestive heart failure. And um, it just almost brings me to tears because God has done such a work. Mm. Um, I almost lost my life um, after I had Desi to the cardiomyopathy and the heart failure. And um, I always like to share my testimony um, of what God has done for me personally. Um, I was taking about 30 different medications just to keep me alive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, For a couple of years. And we had prayed and prayed and prayed. Um, Things just didn't look too good. And uh, God did a complete and total healing for me, of the cardiomyopathy and the heart failure. Praise God. And um, that's just something that I like to share and give God credit for. Wow. And glory because he is so good. And I always try to tell people if there's anything that you need from God, he can totally do it. Yeah. God is a God of restoration and, mm-hmm. and hope. And he's just been so good to our, our family, not only in our marriage, but health-wise as well. You know, with man, things shall be impossible. But with God... All things are possible. I think we oftentimes just fly right over that sometimes as Christians. And if we could just realize the power, the Bible says there'll be a a people that will have a form of godliness, but they will deny the power thereof. May God help us in the church to embrace the power of God. And that that faith, that, that power only comes through faith, right? That's right. So we've got we've got to live a life surrendered. And, I, and you guys, you know, um, y'all got a, a band that you call Crucified, right? We and, do. And, and, and we must crucify the affections of the flesh with Christ. It's not about me anymore. And guys, that's one of the things that I'm definitely, that's one of the things that I'm feeling in my spirit right now, just, you know, as we're talking about this, if we could just get a people that's living a life surrendered, crucified under Christ, crucifying the lust of the flesh, the affections, the, our priorities, give it all to God and let him direct your path. Well, I'll tell you, you talk about a movement that could start, Paul. Well, oh, Brandon, Brandon Mountain. he said it. I mean, he said, when I when I submitted myself to him, everything started flowing, you know, and, I, and I'm the king of, of living for me. I, I, know, I know, and I try to uh, strategically place myself to be in positions, and, and it's all failed because here's what I do know. Unless God builds a house, it will not stand. Right. You know, and um, and I've made decisions and done things in my life that I probably shouldn't have did, but, uh, you know, in, in the ministry and, and other things. But the the wonderful thing about about his restoration and being crucified with him, no longer I live, but he lives in me, is, is when you get to that point in your life and you submit to that, it's amazing the fruit and, and, and the, the way things flow and, and it all comes together. Uh, I'm sitting here. And uh, a lot of people probably don't know it, but Mel and I are, cu- are first cousins. Um, our dads were introduced to the Lord in this church okay. at Poplar Bluff. Huh. And um, our grandpa, our, our great-grandfather, was the music leader here at this church at one time, Big Wince Lynn. And... Uh, and, and, and you, we had your cousin on the show, Jeremiah. Jeremiah, he's a pastor in North Carolina. Okay, so it's it, it's it's wild to sit back and watch, um, because 
our family was pretty wild when we grew up. To be to be conservative about it. <laughs> Is that true, Mel? Uh, did know. you did you grow up around Paul? No. No. <laughs> we didn't. No. No. It was it was like just a testament to the power of Jesus. Yeah, that's all. It, it is totally. <laughs> all glory it's goes all to God. God. Amen. <laughs> I, I mean, when I say that, I say that uh, with humility, but I also say it in like I don't know how. I mean, looking back at it now, it was just the enemy trying to destroy what God had, had, had placed and put forth. Because here's the thing. I, I've studied our family back, and we've been in the ministry for for hundreds of years. Some of our forefathers were unbelievable evangelists. Power of God moving. And that seed, he says, for a thousand generations. Yeah. Well. For a thousand generations. That's good. So, I, you know, and studying that out, and then get into our life now, because here's the deal. Mel was buck wild. I was buck wild. It's true. Jeremiah got buck wild. Angie got buck wild. Not as much as the rest of us, but she did a little bit. <laughs> but all, all of us are in the ministry now. Yes. We're all serving the Lord. So that promise, he says, hey, I don't slumber and I don't sleep. I will keep you. And if your people will honor me for a thousand generations, I will continue to bless you and let my spirit ring forth in you. Mm. And we're just a testimony that his word is true. Yeah. Amen. That his word is true. It don't return void. And he will do what he says. He says, I will never slumber and I will sleep. I don't sleep. I keep you. You know, Paul, that was what I was thinking. That's a, a testimony of God's faithfulness that if he can do it for you, if he can do it for male. If, then he can do it for me. Yes. He can do it for others. He yes. can do it for our listeners. There's probably some folks out there who's probably thinking, God's done with me, or God can't use me. That is that is a lie from the enemy, okay? Uh, I want to read just a little bit out of 1 Corinthians chapter number 1. Uh, it says, you see your calling, brethren. This is verse 26. First off, realize that you have a calling. No matter how big you are, no matter how small you are, if you belong to Christ... You have a calling. But it says, not many wise men after the flesh and not many noble are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. Yeah. He's chosen the weak things of the world to confound the mighty. He'd use a shepherd boy to beat a giant. Yes. Yep. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, he would uh, take some a bunch of fishermen and turn the world upside down. You see, God, he uses the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God calls us, look at what it says, and the base things of the world that are despised. You ever felt like you were despised? You ever felt like you were full of shame and full of guilt? I want you to know God's chosen you. God has strategically picked you. God has allowed these things to come into your life for a reason so that you would not depend upon your own strength. And you would learn to depend on him. The base things of the world which are despised, God has chosen. And the things which are not, to bring to not things that are, so that no flesh should glory in his presence. But of him are ye in Christ, who of God is made, and God makes us into wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption, so that according as is written, he that glories, 
let him glory in the Lord. Mm. And that's one thing that I've heard Mel and Brandon talk about all morning. All glory goes to God. And I love to be around people like that, that say, hey, it's God. All glory goes to God. And when you get to (laughs) that place of humility, man, you can feel it. Yeah. You can feel it in people's spirit. Yeah, you can feel it. And the Bible says that the spirit bears witness that we are the children of God. Yeah. so guys, I'm just excited. Uh, and again, you all are y'all been part of the the, the crucified band, uh, and and these guys they don't hide under a rock. They are out and about. Y'all was out in uh, uh, Madisonville. Not too many. Was that just last week or two the weeks ago? The food truck. Yeah, I was yeah, there. Yeah, the food truck yeah. day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all was out there last singing Monday. in the community. We've got yep. to sing fundraisers together. Y'all yep. travel around churches to sing. That's one of the things that we try to do at Poplar Bluff. We try to travel around and. We're trying to build bridges in in the churches. We're trying to extend that the olive branch, so to speak, because I believe in cooperation. I believe in fellowship among the churches that we are the body of Christ, right? Yeah, absolutely. Amen. Now, denominationally, would you guys say y'all are Church of God, right? Yeah, we currently attend Madisonville Church of God. Affiliated yes. with Church of God, mm-hmm. we're Baptist. Paul's kind of Quaker, non-denominational. I haven't really figured out what Paul is exactly. I love Jesus, man. Yeah, we just love the Lord. That, that's, uh, uh, I don't want to get on my soapbox, but all these names, <laughs> these names will not be in heaven. That's, that's right. good, man. Absolutely. Uh, and, and, and I'm uh, I'm a Chapman to the core, and I have to guard my mouth. Do you have to guard your mouth, Mel? Yes, she does. Uh, listen, Amen. Look, look, here's the deal. I'm just going to be real honest with you. The struggle's so, real. There's a couple things I regret in my life, and the, and one thing that I regret the most was not having my dad on this thing before he passed away because I wanted to, and I've regretted it every every so often since. But anyway, um, there's one thing that I can say about Mel and myself is – what God put in us is so full of passion that there's times we get so excited, I don't know what will come out of my mouth. I'll be like, praise God, I'm about to slit your throat. Here's the deal. God says, hey, let, let God be true to every man a liar, but be transparent. Yes. You know, He, he wants us oh, to be truthful. I, somebody told me yesterday, Brandon, they're like, they're like God, you're just so weird. It was one of the girls on the basketball team like, that we're coaching. She's like, you're just so weird. I said, why? Because I tell the truth? Yeah. Because I just say how it is? Yeah. You know? And, and I know you're that way. Because it, it is. It's yes. in you. It's in me. Our dads were the same way. Uh, it, it, it just blurts out. But We're just those weird Jesus people. We're just those weird Jesus people. And and I and I have to guard myself because a lot of times when when, when all the name, you know, we're, we're Presbyterian, we're, I'm like, dude, Please. For the love of the Lord, I've been baptized in one baptism, one faith, and one spirit, and his name is Jesus. I don't care if you believe in speaking in tongues or if you don't believe in speaking in tongues. I don't care if you don't practice uh, anointing with oil, whatever. If if you believe in him, you believe in him. Do I believe all those things or, or, or... he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Bottom line, brother, you said it. He wants. You said it right there, and I've said that many times. And we've <laughs> all right, through our music ministry. So when we started, we were um, we were attending a Baptist church, and um, when we kind of when music, God kind of started moving in the crucified music ministry. We played 
we play a lot of Baptist churches, um, but we've been in some Church of God churches. We've played, um, you know, we do youth events. We've, uh, I, I mean, so, and I totally agree with you. It's, I look past the name on the church sign, man. I'm like, it, that's not what it's about. Yeah. That's not what it's about at all. And people get into, um, and I may catch some flack from saying this, and I don't, you know, I, I'm like, right, I'm going to take, take one of your minutes here, okay? I'm just going to say it, all right? This podcast so, is unfiltered. All right, so God will do what he wants, what he wants, with who he wants, and how he wants, right? I had a pastor that used to say that, and that's one of the greatest things of the stuff that he said, like, that stuck with me. Yeah. Like, we, who are we to tell God what he can and can't do? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, are there people that are going to practice things that are not? Yeah. I mean, you can get into all that, but like when it comes down to it, like if we're in ministry and we're, you know, we're, we're preaching Jesus and we're showing the love of Jesus and we're going out into the world. I mean, to me, if you're going to take, uh, you know, this waste your energy on trying to preach against this church name or that church name, or I'll give you another one. You want to tell somebody, Oh, you can't read this version of the Bible or you can't do this or can't do that. I'm like, man, of all the stuff that we got to, that we could preach on or, you know, the things that we could address or the people that need to hear the love of Jesus, we would waste our energy on those topics. Yeah. It's a distraction. It's not, it doesn't <laughs> hold water, you yeah. know, like, I mean, if there's an unbeliever, you know, or someone that's struggling, I mean, what do they want to hear? Would they rather, you know, you come and tell them what version of the Bible they should read, or would they rather you would they would it be more valuable to them if you come and told them that there's a Jesus that died for them right. and that loves them, no matter the shape that they're in? I mean, that's where it's at. Yeah. So we, we had a podcast on that quite a couple of weeks ago uh, with with Joel. Uh, what's his last name? Hopkins. Yeah. Uh, about translations, the dude's super good on it, and and uh, that was like that the version of the way. Uh, have you seen that version of the Bible? It's called The Way. No, I have not. Uh, anyway, it was back in the 70s, and the guy just kind of paraphrased it in the inner city of Detroit just to— No, it's the message. The message. The message. The message. The message. I have heard of yeah. that. Uh, so he paraphrased everything in the center city just so people could understand it. Well, then it got—it blew up, you know, mm. and, and it was intended to be a study format, not used as a Bible. But, uh, hey, listen, become some to win some. Yeah. You know? But, yeah, see, I wanted to say that. Because that's one thing that I've really tried to do in my ministry is tear down these walls that we've built up around ourselves. You know, because, yeah, I love people that love Jesus. Now, I do want to, there is. I will have to agree with that. You've done a really good job of that. I, I mean, and, and that's one thing that I, I mean, I've really tried to do. And, and Mark chapter number, um, uh, Mark chapter number nine, um, I believe it's, uh, you know, right here around verse number 38, Jesus has got some uh, disciples and and John answered Mark chapter nine, verse 30. And, and John answered him saying, Master, we saw one casting out devils in thy name and he followeth not us. And we forbade him because he followed not us or we rebuked him in Jesus name because he wasn't part of our denomination mm. or he wasn't part of our circle or whatever. And you know what Jesus did? Jesus had forbid him not. For there is no man which shall do a miracle in my name that can lightly speak evil of me. For he that is not against us is part of us. Mm. That's good. Yeah. yeah. For real. I mean, we see people That's good every week that are worshiping the Lord. I mean, you guys are my people. Y'all love the same Jesus that I love. And, yep. and you guys, listen, man, y'all put in the work. Mm. Y'all put in the work. And uh, one, one of the other things that y'all do on, uh, is it Friday nights? CR. Celebrate recovery. Celebrate recovery. 
Listen, guys. I was getting ready to bring that up, and I, I, I didn't. Lord, I was not going to talk about that, and I was sitting here, and God was like, hey, you need to mention that, but, and you brought it I up. I sat at home watching some of y'all's services, and I'm thinking to myself, I need to go over there, okay? And so Paul and I were both talking. We were like, we Last need week, to, go. We were you need to come yeah. on. We yeah. need to come yeah. over there for Celebrate Recovery because, you know, it's God is doing something, guys. And and I want to be part of that. I want to help you guys. I want to and and maybe you know if I can't be there physically, I want you to know that I still want to sow into that ministry. I'm still praying for you guys. I'm still encouraging, and I want to help you guys and know that you know be not weary in well doing. You're you're doing a good thing. So and God is manifesting those fruits, right? But you want yeah. you want to tell a little bit about celebrate recovery? Yeah, I'll talk about it for just a minute. Um, so. We've been at Madisonville Church of God for about three years now. And I'll be honest, they they had the program when we started going there. And um, it's grown tremendously since then. But I was new to the program. I'd never really been around it. Um, like the program, and I didn't have nothing against it. And I was like, hey, that's a pretty cool thing, you know, what they're doing. But it didn't really didn't really speak a whole lot to me. Like, I was supportive of it, but I wasn't really involved in it, right? Mm. Well, as it continued to grow, something in me was like, that's where it's at. God just kind of, and it's just little things here and there, little opportunities opened up. They're like, hey, can you help? Can you come help us do this on a Friday night? Hey, would you guys want to come and sing? Hey, would you want to? And there were some services, man, when we when we kind of started doing it, um, really got involved in a couple years ago, I guess. There were times where there would be more of us on stage singing and like folks there running <laughs> sound and stuff than there yeah. were in the pews, right? But a te- but you keep going. Yeah. You, you know, know there's four people. Audience of one. You keep going. Audience of one, man. Right. Yep. And reap in due season if you faint not. But what we've seen since God has blessed it, we have a new CR director, and you guys need to talk to him. We'll talk about that after we get done. But um, Eric, is uh, he's just great. Uh, Eric Miller, he's awesome. And uh, so he's a new director of the program, and God's just been pouring into it and blessing it. And, dude, we've had services. We've had several services where we have more people on Friday night than we do on a Sunday morning. Yeah. You know, we got got 100 people there. Uh, maybe even more than that. I mean, it's just packed out. And so the thing with CR that speaks to me is these are people that we're trying to reach through ministry that wouldn't normally come into a church on Sunday morning. Yeah. Because yeah. they don't fit in. Right. These are recovering addicts, people that are struggling with addiction, but it's also people like us. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Truth Revival is brought to you by Senior Lopez Mexican Grill, 105 Mecapike, Teleco Plains, Tennessee. Paul, why don't you tell our listeners what's happening at Senior Lopez? Hey, take the family down Monday night for trivia, 6.30 to 7.30. Tuesday is my favorite day. Tuesday is Teleco Spirit Tuesday, where 10% of all proceeds go to the town of Teleco Plains, Rome, which is a great idea, and I love that. Bingo, Thursday night at 6.30, and Saturday night is live music from 6.30 to 8.30, so take the family down, relax, have a great meal where the food is fresh and the family is welcome. Come home for dinner at Senor Lopez. And now, the continuation of Truth Revival. I struggle with stuff. Yeah. You struggle with something? Yes, sir. How about you? You struggle? Absolutely. Everybody does, right? So, yeah. It, so the, the, the thing that really kind of caught fire with it is it's for everybody. Yeah. And so what we've seen is on a Friday night when you get uh, a church full of people that um, are really going through a hard time and they're not your typical Sunday morning churchgoers, right? 
And when we start praising worship, and it's a little edgy, you know, we crank it up a little. It's <laughs> like we we don't play around. That's the way I like it, dude. We're you know, it's. Let me tell you what you see. You see a passion for worshiping the Lord that you don't usually see on Sunday morning. Yeah, because these people are hurting. When in your life did you seek the Lord the most? When in your life did God touch you the most? When in your life did you find yourself on an altar broken down crying your guts out? Yeah. When you were hurting? Yeah. I when told you were challenged that. in life? I told when somebody this week. When your marriage yep. was falling apart or when someone was sick or when you were going through a problem on your job or when, you know, you just whatever. Helpless, helpless. Yeah, I mean, when you're just broken. at the bottom, right? And that's where a lot of these folks are. And I just... God just like he's just poured gasoline on it, man. Yeah. It's just it's Praise been crazy. God. But and you're seeing people that not just not your normal Sunday yeah. morning crew. You know, Eric, uh, our uh, the pastor over at Celebrate Recovery, his phrase was he's like, man, he said some of these guys look like they fell in a tackle box when they came in. They got earrings and <laughs> tattoos, and you know they're not. It's it's just it's totally different. But they love the Lord, yeah, it's and a, they need it. Yes, that they love it. And you know, I think we get stale a lot of times. You're you, a lot of your a lot of times you're a normal Sunday morning crew. They're it's a little, little mundane. They're a little spoiled. Yeah, they're a little spoiled. Yep. But these people coming to celebrate recovery, man, it's it's on, I, I t- and it's just and it's blessed us personally. It's blessed our ministry. It's blessed our church because what we saw was that fire that started kind of brewing on Friday night. It started pouring over into our Sunday morning services, and it's just it's unreal. It's taking off. I talked to a guy last week about CR there and. I won't mention his name. I don't want to call him out, but he said I would rather go to that Friday night service than Sunday morning. Yeah, a lot of people would. I'll yeah. be honest, man. I, I'm the worship pastor on Sunday morning. I love what I do. I just told you. I tell our guys every Sunday morning, like this is the most important thing you're going to do all week. And it's it, you know Friday, same thing. Friday night and Sunday morning. It's both equally important. But we've had that discussion before too. And I'm not knocking our Sunday morning services, but there's just the energy levels different. Yeah, you know, there's times where. The Friday night is just like it's it's off the charts, and it's just because the people, it's the passion. I liken it to this: that Scripture says, "Those who are forgiven much, loveth much." Yeah. So oh, I had that pulled you know, up. That's so, Luke chapter seven, verse 30, 47. You know, and so. but, but what's what's the context of that? We have a woman, Mary Magdalene. Mm. Yeah, woman who had been caught in her sins, caught in a very act of adultery. She should have been killed. Yeah, yeah. she should have been stoned in the street. And what did Jesus do? He loved her. Yeah. Loved her. And so in that moment where she brings that um that uh that oil, that oil and she and she breaks that and starts anointing the feet of Jesus, what does Jesus' disciples say? Don't do that. We, we could sell it. We could sell that. Why are you doing that? Oh my gosh, you know. And Jesus said, Leave her alone. He said, because what she's doing is a good work. He said, and those that are forgiven much, they love much. And you see, you know, that's something that's probably happening down there uh, at Celebrate Recovery. Those folks are forgiven and they they love the Lord and they're they're experiencing freedom in Christ. And on Sunday mornings we've got we've got the dignified group. Oh yeah. yeah. Man, we're, Everybody's saved yeah. and they're going to heaven. Yes, we're, yeah. we're, we're dignified here. and we're yeah. holy. And we'll, we no longer sin. We'll yeah. worship the Lord. But you know, when 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 the ark when the ark come back, when David recovered the ark, he come into the town and what he say? He come in dancing yeah. and uh, he might have been Pentecostal. David might have. And, uh, hey, listen, we've been uh, when he we was go, naked too. When, <laughs> when we go when we go travel around. 
When we go travel, some of my favorite places to go is that that Pentecostal church, that non non denominational that Church of God, because they'll tell you, turn it up, crank it, man, turn, let's turn do it. it. I love it. You know, and and uh, and David's wife, she said, "What you're making a fool of yourself." Yeah, and he said, "Honey, you don't realize what this means. The yep. Spirit of God is back in town." And where the spirit of God is, there is freedom. And I tell you what, I pray that the spirit of God would get back in our churches and that they would be freedom. Now, I don't think we all need to get naked in church. That's not not what I'm saying. But you know what? We ought to be able to lift our hand every now and then. Oh, yeah. Every time we come in, we should... Praise God. We should be praising God with yeah. our voice, with the psaltery, with the harp. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. And I know praise looks different to, to everybody. And maybe not everybody shouts or not everybody this or not everybody that. But, I, but, but it will manifest. You can tell when somebody's praising the Lord. Yeah. Okay? It's like this podcast. Paul, there's been podcasts before where the energy level's been high. Mm-hmm. We haven't. We haven't had to manufacture anything here this morning, have we? No, no. But there's been some podcasts where it's like we're having to churn the butter, if you know what I mean. Oh yeah. There's there's some church services Waiting through the mud. There's yeah. some church services where it's like, okay, yep. you know, come on, guys, you know, and and it's like we've forgotten, we've yep. forgotten what God has brought us from. And, but it also goes in that verse says, those that are forgiven little, they'll only love a little, yep. you know. Um, and so, so you, you see guys, that's, that's what I'm, I'm trying to, to bring out here. These, the base things, the foolish things, God wants to use that. God wants to use those people. We don't have to be, uh, we don't have to be dignified in the presence of the Lord. David said, I'll be, I would rather be undignified in the presence of my God. Um, it all comes down. I mean, if you think about it though, and we've talked about this a hundred million times, it all comes back to relationship. Mm-hmm. How how was your relationship with Jesus? How are you? I mean, he says, work out today your own salvation with fear and trembling. How are you? Because here's the thing. If, if I'm good with the Lord, you're going to know it. If I'm not, you're going to know it. If you're good with the Lord, I'm going to know it. Yeah. I'm on, you know, it says the spirit knows, you know, and it, and it, it can testify. And I think a lot of, we're so busy and everything's going on that people just kind of push that relationship on the shelf because we got to go deal with this. We got to go do that. We got to do that. It was crazy because I got up this morning at six because we're fixing to, we're getting our firework tent ready. And I got up at six and I came out on the, on the porch and the birds were singing and I sat down in that chair and I said, first time in a long time, man. I said, Lord, good morning. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a beautiful morning, Lord. And I just took a minute. Yeah. Because a lot of times I don't take a minute just because I'm so busy. You guilty. Know? And we're guilty. We're all guilty. And but but this is how it's supposed to be, especially with those of the household of faith. Because by seeing y'all today, I feel better. I feel better that I've seen y'all today than if I wouldn't have. Yeah. I know. I mean, I'm being honest. I know, yeah. you know. Because here's the here's the one thing about it, because we've we've done some things together. Uh they came and sang at a, at a youth camp couple times that I spoke at over the summers and um that that verse in Psalms 104 says enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts of praise be thankful unto him and bless his name you have to there's no question that when they are in that moment they're doing that um 
And I was back in Ohio over Christmas. They had me come kind of do like a, a small with the with the, the boys that all came back from college. It was a young adult thing. And uh they're still wearing your T shirts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean I mean when you have an impact on somebody, you have an impact on some they don't people don't forget yeah. what you've sold into them and what's been done. And I I I can say this um from not just because your family in, in the natural and not just because your family in the Lord, but the impact you have on people, you'll never know. You'll never understand. I remember the last time we did the camp together, Mel was singing her guts out. And so and I've got a picture of my best friend from kindergarten. And he is Mr. Conservative. He Listen, this dude, he loves the Lord and he loves people, but he's so conservative. But I've got a picture saved on my phone. You were singing your guts out. And every time I look at this thing, I think, my God, what a work he's done, this dude. He's back there in the back of the camp like this, hands raised high, eyes shut, just praising God. And that's out of his nature. But the freedom the Spirit brings through born-again believers that are just reckless, say, hey, I'm open for what you got from me. That's what happens. Yeah, Out of the ordinary things happen when you obey him and who he is. And so I know that what you're doing is of him, and I know how you're doing it's of him because the fruit that's manifested from it is unreal. But back to that story, Mel was singing, he was back there praising the Lord. And I had talked to a friend of mine that morning before we went, and I had nothing to say that night because I'm like, I don't even know what I'm going to do. I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. But in that moment, the Lord put a word on me to, to kickstart that week, and it was the most profound week mm. that I've ever seen with young people. To the point to this day, these kids are in college, sophomores, juniors in school, you know, in college. And the reason I went back to Ohio was because they called and said, hey, listen, man, we're, we're staring against hell in the face every day on these campuses. We, we need to talk. So I went to talk and, and, and met with them. But that seed that you sowed, the spirit that, that rushed in on them starting on that Sunday night is what's kept them. He says in Psalms 121, I never slumber, I never sleep, I will keep you mm. unbelievable <laughs> but just praise god man that you you obeyed who uh, uh, it's i don't know I, i'm about to fall over i'm good <laughs> so you guys have been faithful right and, uh, and 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 that's evident in in the fruits of the spirit and i just want to say um I just want to say thank you for that. But going back to what I was saying about the uh, the denominational stuff, we have let those denominational uh, differences divide the body of Christ. And um, you know, I I want to uh, encourage people: don't allow um, denominational squabbles to hinder the work of the Lord in your life, and and don't allow. Just because somebody is young in their faith, don't don't stamp out that fire. That may be an ember or a spark. And you know what that needs to be? It needs to be nurtured. It needs to be it needs to be cultivated. And there may be times whenever people who are young in their faith and they're they're they may be a little raw. They 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 may need to be tempered 
they need to they may, may may need to be discipled in Christ. Would you guys agree? Yes. You know, um, we t- you know, um, and but this is one of the things that um this is one of the things that that people will say, especially about um, denominational denominational stuff, because um, just like I, what I was referencing back there in Mark, whenever uh, Jesus's disciples rebuked that guy, and Jesus said, "Listen, if if he's if he's not if he's not against us, then then he's for us. You know, Satan's not going to cast out Satan." And we we have this idea that different church denominations are our enemy when in reality they are our allies. But there there is something that Jesus did say, um, Matthew chapter number seven. It says, "Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are like ravenous wolves." And Guys, in the little sheltered area that I grew up in, if it was not the norm, it was bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, um, if it's not in our box, mm-hmm. we don't really get outside of our box. You know what I mean? Because God only works within this framework. Right. You see what I'm yeah. saying? We try to set the guidelines for what he can and can't do. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I said he'll do what he wants. Stay in this when parameter. Wants, you know, yeah. yeah. Stay yeah. in this parameter. Yeah. And so I want, and, and that's one of the things that I've tried to do in my ministry is I'm still growing in my faith and I've not arrived yet where it's like, I have discovered God and figured out what he can and can't. <laughs> right. Listen, I just want to say, I'm God, here. I'm your servant. <laughs> I, I'm here for you, Lord. And I want to be a willing vessel. So God help me. And, but, but we need to realize, though, that 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 scripturally, the Bible says that there's going to be some people out there that do deceive, some people out there that do mislead, and and this is what I want to encourage our listeners to do. First John chapter number four, beloved, believe not every spirit, hmm. but test the spirits to see whether they are of God. Try those spirits. You know, that's when I started dipping my toes in and out of. You know, I don't know if you guys ever heard of Jeremiah Yoakum. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. My yeah. Gosh. Oh, I love his. Yeah, Lord awesome. have mercy. Yeah. I'd love to have man. Jeremiah Yoakum on lit. the show. My goodness. <laughs> oh. You know, I, I went up and uh, introduced myself to him. We we went around to him. We went around. We followed him for a couple of years there. And uh, and he would always he'd say, oh, there's my old Baptist buddy. You know, he'd always <laughs> single, single me out and stuff. And he'd talk to me. But um, love it. Jeremiah Yoakum. Several years ago, I was probably in my late 20s. That was when I really got introduced to a different kind of worship. Yeah. A different kind of church. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now, now, granted, sometimes it gets a little wild yeah. up in there. And uh, I'm, I mean, I'm not. Here's the thing, though. Like, just because it gets wild, I'm not going to say that that's always of God. Yeah. You see? It may not be. You know no. what I'm saying? Yeah. It may not be. I no. mean, you you you've got to try the spirit to see if it's of God. Well, like you said, yes. when you dip your toes in, you'll know for you. It should bear witness because it of will. what you're going to feel. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't I, always say like feelings. You know what I mean? Well, but, my but, sheep know my voice. The sheep know. The, I mean, you know? it should bear witness with you. You want to say? I mean, and also in alignment with Scripture. That's one of those things that you know, guys. Sometimes we got feelings versus <clears throat> versus faith, and 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 we have to always try to. Filter everything through the word of God. 
And, 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 you know, but again, try those spirits to, to see if they're of God. Um, if he touches you, you'll know it. it you're right. <laughs> he says, there's no other he feeling says like rejoice it. for for a reason. And that's what I meant by feeling. That's what I meant <laughs> yeah. when I said you'll, yeah. you'll feel. I mean, you will. Yeah. And like, when you feel that, you've got to rejoice. You've got to blow the trumpet. Oh, you, you, you have know? to. I mean. You have to. I get, and, and I've seen both. And, and, and funny thing is, uh, I've seen both in the same church on different occasions. You know, I've seen it where it is just bad crazy and the lord's healing folk and people are getting delivered and then i've seen it in the same place to where like i'll never forget <laughs> i don't even want to tell this but um <laughs> oh come on tell it <laughs> there was a big prayer line right and th- and they're just going down one at a time doof, 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 and they're, tow, tow, tow. <laughs> they're just dropping like dominoes right and then i heard pow and i thought oh god and that woman goes ah! she starts screaming and and all I could hear her say, why did you drop me? Why did you drop me? And, and I'm thinking, well, if I'd been to the Lord, it wouldn't have hurt, you know. Right. <laughs> been all good, yeah. you know? She would have even know. But, uh, Paul, I'm actually glad that you brought that up. <laughs> you know, you know, so, you know, because yeah. again, you know, guys, I, I consider myself to be on the conservative side of interpreting scripture. And I'm not like, you know, like, there are definitely some signs and some spiritual gifts that are that are of the Lord, and I don't know if we're prepared to really talk about it in this in this episode. But Matthew twenty four verse twenty four, it says, "For there shall arise false Christs, false teachers, false preachers, worship whatever, false prophets, and they shall show great signs and wonders." Yeah. So like. I mean, I know that we go into some of these churches and we think, you know, God's going to do this and God's going to do that. But there's going to be some false prophets do that too. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah there's some hype. Yeah. There's, there's some you, hype you know there what I mean? that yeah. manufacturers. And, and, and you know what it says? And if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. elect. Yep. Uh, and so that's what I mean. When, when we're, when, and, and I have a responsibility as the pastor. Paul, you have responsibility of the minister of gospel. You guys have responsibility, ministers of the gospel, to preach the gospel of Christ, not add to it, not take it away from it, but the word of God, to lead people in a manner that is pleasing unto the Lord. Because, you know, there's been some times that I've preached sermons and I've wanted people to come to the altar for my ego. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And we and we tend to think, we tend to base the success of our our mm-hmm. sermon on how many people come to the altar, yeah, or we we base the success of our worship set, yeah, on how many people, how are many hands were up, how many people were worshiping. And y'all yeah. know, yeah. y'all probably got them songs that you can that can get people turned. Oh up. yeah, you know what I mean. And but God might God might not be leading you to do that song. Yep. You know, and it can be vain repetition. It can be vain worship. It can be vanity, and 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 when we. Sometimes when we when we preach, we just been called to sow the seed. That's exactly yeah. right. You yep. just you just yeah. sow the seed. Somebody else gonna water it. Yes. And 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 uh, and there's been times, man, whenever I've I've preached a sermon, and I've thought to myself, oh, you know, this is awful. I have boogered that up. I've butchered that. <laughs> yep. Usually at and, the worst, that's when it's the most effective. That's what I was that's gonna say. That's true. And, yeah. And and you know what? I, I have found it. People usually, when those people do not move and you feel like you've done your worst and then you kind of go home and you beat yourself up and you kind of have that little pity party. 
Yeah. But you know what? God always usually follows back up yeah. with somebody that comes back and says, yep. hey, you know what? Remember that day? It's that when message you, you get you two weeks later that, or when you said that, that phone call or, yeah, you run into somebody and they're like, you hey. Know, that changed my life. That changed, you know, yeah. and I made things right with God. And we see that a lot of times with yeah. young people. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah. And you see, again, though, there's the, that's the, the foolish things of this world, the base things of this world, because sometimes we can become too confident in ourselves. Yes. Well, we're result driven. We can, we're yes. result yes. driven. We become you know? puffed up in our, in our own self. Yep. And we start thinking, well, I did a good job today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pat, old, pat right. myself on the back. Yeah. Click, Boy, click. I preached a good sermon today. Yeah. Boy, yeah. that or, was lit. <laughs> or, yeah. yeah, hey, we sung that. That was a great worship set. We done a good job yeah. today. Somebody danced today. So. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah, we ought to be saying, we ought to be saying, you know, in our spirit, God, was you pleased with that today? Yeah, that's and, right. And, Absolutely. And, and God, if, if you were pleased with it, I can live with the results, right? Well, guys, um, we've been going here for a little over uh, 45 minutes. Let's try to wrap all this up. You know, um, you know, Brandon, you may have some more things on your heart. And, and if you do, we can actually record for 76 more hours. So, uh, <laughs> or, or we can have you guys back because I've thoroughly enjoyed you being here. So yeah, we're glad to be here, yeah. man. Thanks it's for having us. Such great energy in the room. But, you know, Brandon, just uh, give us your, give us some, give us some thoughts on, um, on, the, on the ministry, just things that we talked about today and just anything that you got on your heart. Um, well, um, we were talking about Celebrate Recovery. We do that every Friday night. Um, God's really moving in the program. I would encourage anybody to come out that wants to just come and worship, um, just come hang out. Um, it's a really great program. Uh, they usually have uh, like free meal. They'll have hot dogs or hamburgers or something about 6 o'clock. Uh, and then we start worship about 6, 45, 7. Um, and we just have a good time in the Lord, man. You may hear a testimony from someone who's really had a rough life and you know, that's what it's about. It's about giving God the praise and the honor for everything. And um, you want to hear somebody's redemption story, man, it's just the stories we've heard. It's just unreal. Mm, yeah. um, just try to have some good praise and worship. And then, um, you know, so that ministry is really active. And then we're still doing some stuff. Uh, Crucified, still doing some worship. We're playing. Uh, been invited to come out to some local churches. And um, we played out in Madisonville uh, a couple weeks ago for the Monday night food truck thing. And uh, then we, we went up to Lenore City and um, did worship for a youth service. And, uh, so we've got some other things on the calendar. Um, so uh, things are kind of picking back up in that arena a little bit. But, um, you know, ultimately anything that we do in ministry, um, whether we're doing music, whether Mel's working with the youth or, uh, you know, whatever, we just we just want to be used, man. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I said, we just wanted – we got to that point to where we're just like, God, do what you want to do. And it's not always been easy, man. It's anybody that's been in ministry, uh, I always say, if anybody's been in ministry for any length of time and they were really committed to it, I don't know that I've ever heard anybody ever really look back on it and go, man, that was so fun. You know, like, I mean, it's rewarding. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But there's like, there's, you know, it can be challenging. You or, know, you're going to be persecuted. You're going to have, you know, the thing, man. It's, you're going to have doubts. Yeah, you're going to have doubts. I mean, it's, you know, and, and a lot, what a lot of people don't see is the time that you put in ministry, whether it's pastoring or whether it's uh, music ministry, uh, whatever you're doing, Um it pulls away from family time. It pulls away from uh, maybe time that you'd rather have doing your hobbies and things that you want to do. There's a commitment that's involved sacrifice. with that. It's yeah. sacrifice. You know, and a lot of people don't see that behind the scenes stuff. And that's, you know, that's been a thing for us. We both work. We've got kids. Uh, you know, we have, you know, we do the ministry thing. And then, you know, we just have life in general, right? You know, we got families. we got uh, things that we like to do. We have things that we struggle with. We've got, we have good days and bad days. So I think a lot of it is, um, 
you know, the balance and everything. And mm. we've not always got that right. I'll be honest with you. And I'm, I'm guilty on that. You know, I'm one to just go, 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 go. You know, and it's like you said this morning, you were like, Oh, Hey, there's birds chirping. And yeah. like, Oh, Hey God, you know, like it's, <laughs> yeah. I'm guilty, yeah. you know? Um, but any, but you know, outside of that, we just love the Lord. I'm just super blessed. Um, I uh, mean, I tell you, I just what God's done in our lives is just unreal. The guys in Crucified, they're awesome. Uh, all the guys in the band really led the Lord. Um, God just put the right people with us at the right time, and uh, it's just been amazing. And uh, if if anybody's listening and they get a chance to come out, we'd love to, anytime we're out anywhere doing worship, come join us. You want to come to Celebrate Recovery? They do that every Friday night. Uh, we use Crucified usually does worship for Celebrate Recovery once or twice a, a month, depending on they've got other folks that come in. Um, other groups that like to come in and do worship, so I always, you know, try to keep things fresh and have some new music yep. and stuff. So it's always good. Um, Plus, you need a break every now and then. You do. You need a break. <laughs> you do need a break. It's nice to have a Friday night off. Man has uh, the Sabbath. Man, he did it for a right, reason. Right. Gotta, you know, between work and everything. So uh, we went on a date a couple weeks ago for the hey, first time, and I couldn't tell you how long. Look right? there, so, yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, we watched know, Top. Gun. We went and saw Top Gun. Went and ate dinner. <laughs> just Tom and Cruise. it was like, yes. man, well, you I know, forgot what it was like. You walk know? down. The aisle to uh, one of the Top Gun theme songs. So yeah, you know, we wedding. are all about that. Life. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, but we're just glad. Appreciate now you guys I'm singing that song in my head, right? Oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Take my breath away. Uh, I remember, man. Take doors, my away. yeah. Doors opened up at the wedding down here at Piney Grove Church. And <laughs> doors opened. She came walking in. And the music started playing. I just started squalling, man. Uh, I was like, yeah. he was hyperventilating. Yeah. 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 His breath was taken away. My breath was taken away. <laughs> Well, Brandon, thank you for coming on the show, man. We've thoroughly enjoyed having you. And, thank you. And again, I can uh, testify, man, uh, that the Spirit of God bears witness with me. You guys are laboring faithfully. I mean, I'm just thankful for what you guys are doing and uh, and blessed to to labor alongside of you. So thank you for that, brother. Mel, closing thoughts. Give us what you got over there. Well, just thank you for having us on. I've really enjoyed sitting in here with you guys this morning. Bless my heart. Been good. Yeah, being yeah. with family. Yeah, it's Love been it. Good. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> been good. Chappie, closing thoughts. I don't know. I was just, I got a couple closing thoughts, I think. I don't know. Uh, number one, if you're hot this summer in this 1,925 degree, uh, how do I want to say this? Uh, audition of hell <laughs> come on down to teleco plains and uh see brandon and mel at big bear tubing and oh, yeah. uh and cool yep. yourself in the river that's right yes. teleco river yeah, yeah cool yourself in the river so um i'm hoping that after today that uh um we'll be able to put a commercial together on truth revival for big bear tubing uh we do senior lopez and some other things and uh so Hopefully we can get, to, I'll get with you and we can put something together for that. So we definitely want to, uh, uh, if you go down to Big Bear Tube and say, hey, listen, we heard you guys on Truth Revival. So uh, we want to kind of link up there and yeah. promote each other. And um, I think uh, what you're doing is awesome. I think what you did the other day of uh, just trusting the Lord and walking away and obeying, you'll see that through. Yeah. Because it takes a lot of faith to do that. And uh when I think of you guys, this is what I think of. Psalms 32 it says, You are a hiding place for me. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with shouts of deliverance. And every time he surrounds you with those and you blow your trumpet and let people know that he has been crucified and he's rose again, they are being delivered. 
So what you're doing is not returning void. I'm blessed to be here today. God's family is unbelievable. Well, guys, that's going to do it for today. This is episode 25, season two. Brandon and Mel, Melissa Presley. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Paul, thank you for for inviting these guys. Hey, listen, man, I'm just trying to do my part, right? It's been great. (laughs) But um, be sure to check us out on uh, Facebook if you like the show, Truth Revival 37385. Hopefully we'll be able to schedule these guys again. And also, if you're hot, be sure to go to Big Bear Tubing in Teleco Plains, Tennessee. Guys, this is it for Truth Revival. For Paul Chapman, I'm Roman Hamilton. We're out of here.